Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is going to be episode 48. I'm in the city of Reseda at Big Fat Burger. Right now, I got my boy, the one and only, the hood footy. Hey, you got to tell me your name, man. What's your real name? I mean, I, everyone just tells you the hood footy, but what's your motherfucking real name? Well, my birth name is uh, Alexander Orozco. Okay, now we got that, everyone. So they'll be all DMing me, telling me, like, hey, what's his name? Hey, it's on his Instagram, man. <laughs> what's up, man? What's up, familia? How you guys doing today? Good. Chilling, 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 man. Right now, I had to get, I'm over here. I had a little hungover, but there was a big event yesterday with Team uh, Martin Moreno. Tanya Estrada, the crew, Slaughter performed at Harvell's in Long Beach. It was badass, man. No, yeah, yeah, it was uh, definitely something somewhere to be at. Uh, shout outs to you know Slaughter. They, you know they put together a badass uh, show. You know, shout out to all the comedians that were there. Uh, yeah, nothing but love and support to the familia. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell me, how you feeling? Are you a little hungover, or are you feel like? I'm good, yeah, you know, actually, I, I had to leave the show early just because I was going to have a full day. Uh, as you know, normally, I can only do me, the hood foodie, on Saturdays. You know, I, I have I work uh, 8 to 5 uh, during the week, and uh, Sundays I actually take care of uh, my boys because my wife's actually working. So I try to, you know, put everything together on Saturday, so I have a packed day, you know, I'm here with you uh uh, doing the pod, uh, podcast show, then I'm going to be at a L.A. Beer uh, Festival, and then uh, topping it off uh, at a concert at the Hana Center with uh, Los Tigres del Norte, oh, shit. Uh, Banda Recodo, and uh, so, so many more. Oh, man, I wonder who is going to be over there. You're going to <laughs> bump that music with the windows down, Huda Moreno? <laughs> Shout-outs to him, man. Um, I saw you. I heard of you um, when... You did a podcast with the Yo-Yo podcast with Martina Hooter. And um, when I heard it, I had to quickly DM you. It's like, dude, that was a good fucking episode, man. <laughs> good, good episode. I, re- I liked it a lot, man. You know? uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, I, I, like once again, you know, shout out to the Yo-Yo-Yo podcast. Martin Hooter. Um, actually, the one that put it together was Tanya Estrada. And, oh, you shit. Know, Tanya is really good friend. She's been helping me uh, a lot in this journey that I'm on. Uh, you know, huge love to her. Uh, but yeah, I, I I love the interview as well. Like you know, as you know me, like you know, I, I try to I try to be 100. I try to be transparent uh, and you know try to utilize my platform. You know, as best as possible to reach as many people, um, making them realize that we all go through the same shit. Uh, uh, but they're not alone. You know, we're all we're all here as a, as a familia and, and, and to support each other. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, tell me about you, man. Where, 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 where were you born at? So I was born uh, in uh, Lake V Terrace. Uh, grew, you know, when I turned one, my dad decided to move to León, Guanajuato. So actually, oh, I have I have cousins. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, so some momias or. Probably mummies with the mummies. Unas mummies bien paradas. So yeah, yeah, I grew up in uh, Leon, Guanajuato. Uh, that, that's when I, where I spent, you know, some of my younger years. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we were there. We would probably be doing the podcast at, you know, one of the local, you know, mom and pop shops out there. But you know, since we're here, you know, we gotta make the best of it and 
And, you know, I call, you know, the San Fernando Valley my home. Uh, you know, I grew up here, you know, representing the 818. Uh, but we actually went, we came back to the States uh, around uh, late 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and, 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 you know, there was, uh, was a struggle. I mean, uh, I, we, came with the fa- we, we came back with the whole family. We were uh, living in a mobile home with uh, different aunts and uncles in their backyards, you know, family of six, uh, you know, living from city to city, from, you know, Selmar to San Fernando to Pacoima. I mean, you name it, I, I, I basically, you know, lived the, the whole valley. Um, and, yeah, you know, that's, that's a little bit of, of uh, like, the past, uh, my, my younger past. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, how was it like um did you um was it like hard growing up like how was your how was your your uh your life being little like did you do any cool stuff uh you know what uh it's funny that you asked that because i vaguely remember my childhood i i I don't think i had a you know anything memorable that i can look back to um my i yeah, it's, it's it's funny, man. Like you know, uh, I just I remember growing up, never expecting too much out of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from you know living in, in Leon. I mean, yeah, you know, I I have small memories of like you know having a birthday party and. There was a park in front of our house, and having to invite, you know, the, the the kids out, you know, that were playing out there, you know, that you know, because I didn't really have too many, you know, peers. Uh, so, yeah, I ended up having like a, you know birthday party with nothing but like kids that I didn't even know that played in the park, uh-huh. uh, just to kind of feel loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 it sucks that I can't kind of touch on that subject because I, I look back and I, I don't, I don't remember my childhood. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I can remember like little bits here and there, maybe of the good things. Yeah, stuff, yeah. You know, like, um, like it's just, it just depends. You know, like um, the situations, like. When people tell me like, "Oh, would you remember this?" I say, "I don't know. I don't really remember anything." But just you know, I only think of the good times. That's all. I, that's all I remember and all that stuff, and everything. Um, like, how are you and your family? Like, you guys were all close together, or? Uh, it was it was kind of crazy. I mean, uh, like I said, you know, my my dad moved us to Mexico. We came back. There's you know, uh, he, there it was a struggle for him to come back. Uh, we ended up coming back. Uh, a lot of uh, my uh, my mom's family didn't really approve of my dad, so you know there was like some separation at one point uh, from them. Uh, but uh, I mean, to tell the truth, you know, I lost my parents like right out of high school. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, you know, one one uh, one after the other, and it was basically our siblings that were there to kind of fend for us but you know they were at the stage where you know they were trying to written you know get your shit together too so we were kind of all you know left to kind of fend for ourselves so i feel that was like a critical time in my life where i needed them 
but you know nobody was around to kind of give me that guidance you know I went through the school you know um, you know see uh, great student uh, I don't know I just I just from that point I never had like high expectations of myself that's the um, that's the same thing with me like like my mom and my dad um, they were divorced um, I think when I was like 11 or 12 and um, it was hard you know, because my, my dad was working, my, my and my mom was working a lot and everything, and there was a lot of times they weren't around, and there's no, and they were like, oh, but you're on your own, and I feel like you can't be like that with you know the generation like in the 80s, you just, correct, correct, you couldn't be, and I feel like to me because the situations that I thought that was normal, when you, when now that I look back, it wasn't normal, and now like it just hit me like years, you know, it took me took me till like last year to realize okay that's pretty much messed up so with my dad I don't have a relationship with him you know it's like he does his thing my mom it's pretty much it's, it's distance because I just don't want that stuff to come into my two boys lives or, or my daughter's life and everything and like having a troubled life because there was no guidance it just it was like almost like a free-for-all so they they were kind of like verbally abused like oh you're nothing you're stupid you're retarded which i don't like saying that word but it was hard in those times and and i feel like i, I tell my, my parents you know once in a while it's like why would you say stuff like that to me like why would you do that for Correct. you know yeah, you yeah. can't have that you know and and if you have a, 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 a situation or an issue or it's not you're not healthy or whatever they'll be like oh sh- sh- you know just suck it up just sh- you know whatever just snap out of it you know, they don't know what, how it is now. Where you see kids who are not there or have autism and going through depression and all that stuff. It's it's a very sensitive subject, you know. And if, if there's a situation like that, you have to take that into consideration. Like, that's something you have to hit first, you know. Because you don't want that stuff to get worse down the road with your kids or with anyone, you know. Correct, correct. And, I, you know, I think sometimes maybe, like, you know, now me being a parent... You know, you you start realizing that you know you you're trying to be the best parent that you can, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's you know obstacles. You know, I mean, I you know have a child that's you know well actually I have two children that are in the spectrum. One of them is you know he's diagnosed with the autism, you know high functioning autism. Yeah, that's the same thing with my son. Which, yeah, which you know I mean, it, I mean high functioning, you know full blown. You don't knock on wood that, you know, he's high-functioning, but I still struggle. Like, you know, it's nobody hard. nobody gave me, you know, a book to read to deal with some of the stuff that, you know, he, you know, has to go through or, or does himself. And it's, you know, and sometimes it, ha- it makes me question, am I being a, the best father that I can? Uh-huh. And sometimes I'm... I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty hard on, on myself, and and because all I want is to make sure that my son is as dependent as possible when I when I leave. I mean, I think that's one of like my biggest worries. What's gonna happen when we're gone? Exactly. I said I, I feel the exactly. same way. Like now, it's like I feel like man, I'm I'm gonna be 39 in June, and with 
my mom and dad not guiding me about financial stuff, it's like now, it's like I'm already putting money away for both my boys and my daughter, and I got to think about my phone. Okay, what's going to happen to me? I mean, I can be gone by tomorrow. I mean, who knows? But I just want my kids to be well off, you know, and everything. And I want something where it's like to remember them by have a will, have money put away for them. You know, they can still hear my podcast, you know, and, and everything. I want them to be like, hey, you know, like, why is my dad here? Or why is my dad there? And you try to balance everything out with family, with kids, with work, with podcasts. I'm trying to do all that. I just can't be overwhelmed. You just got to take it one one day at a time. Correct, correct, yeah. yeah that's yeah, the least yeah. you can do, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why and I'm just only putting one episode out a week so I can focus on my kids more. And I'm, after the podcast, I'm probably going to take them to watch the movie and stuff <laughs> like that or take them out and spend time take them to the park, you know? Yeah, that's and, cool, that's and cool. And everything. So, yeah. Um, why, um, was it hard? Um, we were telling me earlier um, with depression, was it hard? Like, it's still hard still to stay. Oh, right? man. I mean, when you have it, you have it. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes I find, you know, recent, you know, I, I still find myself not being motivated to do certain, certain thing, things. And I know that's because of the depression. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like growing up, uh, looking back, I realized that I had depression because sometimes I would close myself uh, in, uh, within four doors, darkness, um, no inspiration. You know, I had my highs and my lows. Like one day, you know, I can feel like, you know, I was like Hercules. And then the next day, you know, I would question myself, like where did all that energy go mm-hmm. from one day to the next? Um, yeah, and that's, you know, Depression is, you know, I mean, it affects us. It affects us, like, you know, in a negative way. Um, it limits us. Uh, I actually, t- you know, took medication for it. But, I mean, to, I mean, once, you know, w- once we get in detail with my story, I'll kind of, you know, let you guys, you know, uh, I'll fill you in on, you know, the whole story of the hood foodie. But, yeah. I mean, sometimes I question, you know, like, maybe do I, do I still need medication? Uh, but then I also ask myself, like, am I willing to put the people that I love at risk taking medication because, I mean, medication could be a pro or it could be a con. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had, you know, everything that the box, you know, indicates, you know, from suicidal tendencies to you know you name it you know i i went through it mm-hmm. there was a situation um i was like that where i was so depressed that in my room i wouldn't want to get out i would close all the blinds i correct, want everything yeah. freaking dark and i was just like i thought the world was over it's like i don't want to be here i was done and um yeah, I went through a lot of situations like that, so I get it, you know, it's like, I would just isolate myself with the whole world, I just want no one to bother me, I felt like, well, gee, no one gives a fuck about me, you know, fuck, I would just, there was times I wanted to commit suicide also, but to me, it's like, I just had it, like, I'm better than this, I'm better Correct. than Correct, no, no, you, you always have that yeah. thought, like, you, you have, know. you have, you have your, you have, like, when they say, like, 
when you hit rock bottom. Correct, correct. I, that's what I used to do. Because I used to, I, you know me, I drink a lot of craft beer. Yeah. But there's one thing that I don't do no more. I don't drink liquor because I was over drinking myself. I didn't know what my limit was and everything. And what I was doing, I was drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking because I wanted to look at myself in the mirror and say, this is how I look like. So when you hit rock bottom, it, it ruined my first marriage. I wasn't a good dad. I wasn't a good mom, you know. But when I saw myself, I didn't like that. And I just, now that I'm older now, I realize, you know, it's lucky that I've been through situations like that where just like I know my limit. I, you know, I want to have, back then, I didn't have a lot of friends. I was more like a black sheep. Like in my, my, my mom and dad didn't want me. And I was like, people used to burn me left and right, or they'd be like, oh, this used me for money or, or whatever. And it's like to the point, I don't want to have no friends because I don't want no problems. So you don't know who to trust and everything. So I had to find myself. It's like, this is what, how I want my life to be. And you gotta have, you gotta have uh, the categories. This is what I'll do, this is how I be, like all that stuff. And it just made me a better person. Now that I'm thir- 39 now, I got my life together, I'm starting over, I have a good girl, uh, I have a good job, you know, everything's coming, the podcast, and I'm just taking uh, one day at a time. And also, um, to me, people say, how do you overcome situations? I feel like to me, and I always say this like a broken record, I feel like podcasts saved my life. It did. Because when I do overnights... I'd rather be working overnights, but instead of me going out partying, drinking in the bars, getting a DUI and all that, that's one of the reasons why it puts me on check. I'm working, but I'm listening to the podcast at the same time, listening to cool podcasts that have an open mind where it's like, okay, I won't be like this, I won't be like that, and it makes me understand myself more. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, I applaud you, you, you know, you found you found your way. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I think you know, growing up, I mean, I I questioned that, uh, and like you said, you know, you get to a point where it's like the worst thing that can happen to me would be knowing that I have this potential, living and leaving this earth with ne- never utilizing the potential that I have. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I mean, it seems like your story, you know, it's kind of similar like mine where it's like we were just, you know, we didn't have any direction for like a very long time. Uh-huh. Um, it sucks that it took this long. Oh, yeah. You know, because, yeah, like I'm 40 uh-huh. and <clears throat> it took this long for me to find the passion that I do now. Yeah. And now I see, you know, lives, I mean, so much I mean so much beautiful I mean before it's you know like I said it was nothing but darkness and now it's like you know sky the limit you know I try to use my platform it's um, like it's like a it's like a wave correct like you're going through wave like good bad yeah. good bad and, and sooner or later that wave's gonna calm and it's gonna be good that's how I feel like it's like now like I was going through these waves but finding yourself finding what your passion and your love then the waves is gonna calm down and be smooth no, you just conquered the storm, <laughs> like all that stuff. No, yeah, yeah, and it's it's uh, definitely a beautiful feeling. I mean, it's just nothing. You feel nothing but love and support, and especially you know for what I do, I uh, get platforms to small businesses, uh-huh. 
and I love sitting down with them and you know everybody has a story everybody you know has their their you know trials and tribulations and and you know for them to see the light on the other side of the tunnel and to hear their success and their growth I mean to me honestly that's that's the way that they pay me back yeah. that's I could have a penny in my in my pocket uh-huh. but I feel like the richest man in the world uh, I see I see I follow you on Instagram I see you're just everywhere and I see like it's it's all about love you know what what brings people together is food correct you know yeah and we got to know why what's up why your name <laughs> the hood footy how did that come from okay so this is where we get down to the nitty-gritty oh uh, shit uh, so like I said you know I, I mean for you know most of my life I, I did not have any direction mm-hmm. um, I was about to hit 40 uh, I didn't see my 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 life going anywhere and like I said I, I, I knew I had potential but I just didn't know how to direct that potential mm-hmm. alcohol played a big uh, role in my household mm-hmm. which you know my personality I binge a lot Mm-hmm. So when I would drink, I would start and I wouldn't stop. You drink like wanting beers or liquor or just everything? Uh, I would say I would start with beer and then I, 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 after that point, it's like whatever was in front of me, you know, oh, man. I would drink. Uh, it, got, it got pretty bad. Uh, I ended up getting two DUIs. The same thing with me. Uh, crashed my uh, new 20, what was it? Uh, 2015 uh, silver no was it 2015 or 20 no I'm sorry 20 2007 mm-hmm. I got pulled out a new uh, Silverado and like one day I got so wasted that I actually uh, ended up crashing it on the five uh, freeway center divider oh, man. Uh, woke up in the hospital to then be booked and uh, <laughs> spent uh, you know my, my week in uh, uh, in Nuys, uh jail mm-hmm um, so yeah, you know, I got to the point where I was get, getting DUIs, I was blacking out, not knowing, uh, you know, where I was waking up, waking up in other people's like, you know, uh, uh, parking, parking, in, in their front fucking parking lot of their houses. Yeah. Uh, and this is before Uber and Lyft. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Oh, this if is, there was yeah. Lyft and Uber, it would be a different story. <laughs> Probably no. I, I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. I think uh, sometimes you know we we get too hard headed that you know. Yeah, like you can still do it. Correct, correct. But yeah, yeah, yeah you know that. So that I knew that wasn't get, taking me to any good direction. So I decided to stop drinking, and I started giving myself myself. Uh, I started giving myself credit. So I said, you know what, okay, this is a stepping stone. Like, I, I stopped drinking from one day to the next. I started doing all my homework, uh, did uh, psychology, psychiatry, mm-hmm. uh, got diagnosed with bipolar, uh, bipolar depression, uh-huh. uh, started taking meds. Uh, they gave me, they were trying to, try, you know, trial, doing the trial. Like little, little like experiments. See correct, what, correct, what works because they got to they gotta fit you with the correct, you know, medication. But in doing so... Uh, one day, I actually found myself uh, contemplating suicide, you know, at, at work during lunchtime. And it was pretty crazy because it was like, I wanted to reach out to my wife, but then I thought to myself, like, 
what's my wife gonna say <laughs> when I when I call her and let her know that I'm having suicidal thoughts? Uh, ended up calling my younger sister. She, you know, pushed me. You know, she advised me to call my wife. I called my wife. First thing my wife told me is like, okay, you know, we're, we need you to get a, we need you to get to the nearest hospital. Got a, went to the hospital. Um, the first hospital didn't have the equipment to to help me out, so they sent me to Mission in, in uh, Van Nuys, and that's basically when they admitted me <coughs> to a fifty-one fifty, mm-hmm. which that's a psychiatric hold you know in medical terms uh basically putting me in in the sale asylum uh and normally Damn. that's normally that's, a that's seven like with the straps they well no no not to that extent <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i was i was in a sale asylum uh normally the hold is 72 hours uh but that if they don't feel that you're fit to be uh, with society, they hold you for longer. So I was actually in there for ten days, uh, and then when that, I think that was like my first initial glimpse of me knowing that I hit rock bottom. I was like, "What the fuck am I doing here? Uh-huh. Like, this is some crazy shit." Like, you know. So all I was thinking is like waiting for the fucking time. You know, waiting for the time to be able to get out of there and I had this and it sucked because what I was trying to get away from they were just feeding me which that was more medication and I'm sorry I, I forgot to mention that when I was having these suicidal tendencies because the medication was clashing I decided to stop from one day to the next and then that's what that's when the reaction started happening with the suicidal tendencies, like the visual, the visions of like, you know, driving off a cliff, you know, just, you know, you name it, you know, I, I started visualizing it. Yeah. And I, I told myself, once I come out of this, you know, 5150 hold, I'm going to reduce my medication little by little, uh, which I did, but then I was basically a couch, not a, a cabbage at home for like two months oh wow where like you know like and you have no emotion no emotion you know I was just you know my, my wife you know didn't know if I was even gonna come out of it I mean she stuck you know through you know through it all but I remember her telling me like you know my children need their dad we need you to play with us we need you to you know laugh with us we need you to be you again uh-huh and you know after a couple of months you know i think it you know everything start kind of started getting back i uh got into uh instagram i i opened up an instagram i gave myself the you know the name the hood foodie not knowing that i was going to be promoting like you know small you know mom and pop shops like lenchitas and pocoima or like big fat and resida and and so many others and quickly the the community started uplifting me and I didn't know what I was doing but they made me realize what we were doing as far as like helping promote some of these people that didn't that might not had the fundings or the voice to put themselves out there you know yeah they had the support they have the support from the community 
But we were giving them that support where people from outside of the community were coming to visit them. And, you know, as a small account, it started tripping me out because I would see, like, you know, that, you know, my peers, you know, all they were, you know, they were getting is, like, you know, maybe their, their food comped or whatnot. I was blessed. I was blessed with, like, you know, podcast interviews. I was blessed with creating dishes with some of these uh, 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 restaurants that I would help support. I was meeting celebrities. Um, I mean, you name it, you know, you know, working with some of like some of the biggest companies in the food industry um, to now potentially putting together a food show with, uh, you know, my homegirl, Tanya Estrada, who, like I've said in the past, has, you know, helped me throughout this journey. Yeah, shout so out much. to you, Tanya. Shout out yeah, to you. Shout out to Tanya, baby. Safe trip to Mexico <laughs> with Slaughter with Bardeen. Again? She's going again? I got Damn. Hey, man. I'm gonna, I'll go visit her one day. <laughs> hey, thank you for the invite. <laughs> so. um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's just been such a blessed, you know, a blessed uh, journey. And, like, check it out. I'm here. You know, uh, with Mega Man and his podcast, so uh, I mean, there's uh, words can't express how beautiful life is to me right now. It's just, you know, it's, it's just, it's been such a crazy journey, such a positive journey, and like I said, you know, sometimes I think it, this it, it might be even bigger than food. Uh, recently, you know, I've been I've been getting reached out to from you know. People, you know, nonprofit organizations that, you know, like, um, give back to the orphans in Ensenada or, like, you know, people that, you know, uh, put together uh, tent drives for the homeless and uh, you name it, you know. Uh, I just feel like there's so much love and support to give out there. And, and, and yeah, man, it's just, just, just. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I can't, you know, I can't. There's there's no words. There's no words. You see, guys, this is one of the reasons why I wanted this guy <laughs> on my podcast. This guy has an inspiration story. He's going through his ups and downs and everything. And look where he's at. And this, this is why the hood footy is going to get well known all over L.A., <laughs> Taking it one day at a time. You know, this guy is a busy fucker, dude, right here. And I have so much respect for him. And there, that's one thing when um, on his Instagram, you're going to all these places. I'm like, dude, yeah. I, I just, it, it's, it's overwhelming. But fuck, if I have time. I mean, we're talking about Louis Butcher Shop. We're talking about the place I took you over to San Pedro, you know? Like one of my boys, you La know? Bedla. Bedla. That's where uh, Brian Ortega from the UFC goes. Uh, let's see, maybe see Beto Duran, maybe George Lopez, Mega Man. Who yeah, knows? yeah, he, he has a bunch of uh, UFC celebrities. I mean, you go, to, you go to his restaurant, he has a wall dedicated with nothing, uh, you know, uh, of signatures of all the people that have passed yeah, through there. Because he does prep meals and everything and cool. all that, and it's good. I love it. I mean, that's the only probably Mexican place. I mean, I know there's no Mexican place, but that's the <laughs> one I like going to in San Pedro because they don't have that much good Mexican places in in Long Beach. But you know, it just that's that's one of my spots I like going to. Now, I know. Um, Again, you're getting well known in LA, but do you pick the places that you go once a week, or how does that do? 
You know, when I started this journey, I mean, yeah, I was coming out of pocket, um, not knowing what I was doing, uh, but now it's like it's gotten to the point where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I haven't paid for food in a minute and you know and it's because of all the the love that the you know the 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 restaurants uh, show me <clears throat> and yeah i mean right now i actually have like two pages long two pages of uh, nothing but restaurants you know like you know street vendors mom pop shop uh, small businesses that i still have to get to uh because i don't have the, the time that i would love to have but yeah, at this point, they're reaching out to me to come out support. Uh, and you know, like you said, from like Birria to you know Mariscos, I mean, you name it. I mean, so I'm trying to organize myself. I'm trying to see. I mean, obviously, the end goal would be to you know uh, not have to have a you know eight to five and then just dedicate myself to this, because you know just with one day out of a week that I'm doing this. I mean, imagine how much, you know, how much we can change the food, uh, the foodie world one bite at a time if we had seven days a week. Seven days a week. Imagine that, man. <laughs> I mean, imagine seeing myself eat every day. <laughs> and like yesterday, Xavier inside the Getty, and uh, this is funny, when you left, uh, Xavier's like, man, I, I want to know who's the one, who, maybe it's you getting pregnant. Because now, like, with my, my lady, she's pregnant, like, four months. I felt like because of her, he's like, I'm hungry. Let's go here. Let's go there. Even Megan Man's getting fat. I ain't going to hang. <laughs> but hey, it's called being well-fed. Yeah, know? I mean, like you said, I mean, you know, food is the, the universal language of the world. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, we, we live, I mean, yeah. Can't live without food, man. Can't. Like, you go, it's all, like, we all come together as one. When it comes to food, oh, we're there. <laughs> He's there. Um, let's talk about your alter egos. How many alter egos? You got the hood nanner, hood, you got the hood foot OG, regular foot, hood foot. You got the hood foot one chain, the hood footy wifey. <clears throat> What's up with these? So, the inspiration for... The Hood Foodie Nader, uh, the Hood Foodie OG, <laughs> the regular Hood Foodie, the Hood Foodie One Chains, and the Hood Foodie uh, Wifey. You know, it's just it's just me going back to my heritage and you know with the comedy and like the luchador and and you know just everything that that embodies my heritage and 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 that's what the whole concept of like changing the foodie world one but at a time like i don't want to be known as a foodie that just takes pictures or like you know this this and that i mean my journey has led me to create you know start creating vlogs and you know kind of telling a story with those blogs you know tell you know and I'm, I'm all about like you know not just showcasing the food but i'm here to showcase like the people behind the scenes as well i mean because you know they need credit too yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, that's why that's where it comes down to where like I sit down with them and we, we you know, we cry, we laugh, you know, we tell each other stories and at the end of the day, you know, I feel like, you know, they're more you know, they're you know, more family that they that they that they were ever before I met them. Uh so you create this bond with these businesses and, and it you know and like I said, that's why I love doing what I do. Um, you know, I do it all for the love and the support. 
I don't expect anything back. But like I said, I mean, for, like my payback to me is the feeling that I get from helping these people out. You know, like I said, I give them a platform. You know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, um, supporting them. Um, one thing I do not like is when people call me a critic or they or they put they they announce me as a critic because that's actually one of the words that I dislike uh, I feel like a critic can make a break a business and I'm not about that mm-hmm. uh, I'm about like giving the business you know support and, and a platform and it's up to them to you know to do what they gotta do to bring in the customers or to maintain the customers mm. Have you ever been to uh, places where, you know, this person, this place was, they said, oh, we have the best food, and you went there, were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> have you ever have you had, had a situation like that before? You know what? Knock on wood, I haven't. Oh, thank God. Uh, I mean, most of the places that I've, that, that I've uh, you know, visited, I mean, even my, my familia will tell you that, you know, when they've supported me and they've gone to like, you know, Big Fat Burgers or Pilleria San Marcos or, you know, whatever food truck or whatever business that, I, that, that I've helped promote, uh, I've, I've gotten nothing but positive feedback. Like, oh, shit, like the hood foodie, you know, he said, it, you know, he promoted. I, ne- I never, like I said, I never critique. I never say I like or I, ne- I never say I, I hate. I give you the option to see, you know, I give you the option, you know, to you know, to like or to not like the business. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm giving a platform. It's up to the business mm-hmm. to take it to take it to what direction they want to take it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm just putting out there places that I think you should visit. Yeah. Um but you know, back you know, as far as like, you know, the characters, going back to the characters, you know, like I try to keep it fun, I can try to keep it fresh. Um, you know, keep you know changing the footy world one but at a time. Right now, with my vlogs, I'm trying to create, you know, kind of mixing like comedy with with showcasing some of these restaurants, uh, like I did with uh, you know Birria Cruda um, and uh, some of the other, with um, Curacel Bakery. Uh, you know, so if you guys check out those vlogs, you you guys will see that you know. I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to change the foodie world one bite at a time. Um, the feedback that I got from some of those uh, was awesome because they're like, "Oh yeah, you're funny, but damn, that food looked good." And see, that's the goal. I, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about making sure that you know that get, getting you guys enticed to come visit these places and support them. I know. That's my end goal. See, guys. <laughs> All right. I like I like I like this, but right now Mega Man is hungry right now. <laughs> so we're gonna get some food right now and we'll be right back. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm I'm gonna get my number eight here at uh Big Fat Burgers, double ba- uh, double Western bacon burger. <laughs> I'm sorry, no 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 no. It's uh <laughs> It's the it's the double bacon cheeseburger. I know that's a big motherfucker. <laughs> we'll be right back. What's up, everyone? Mega Man here. I want to do a couple shout outs, uh, do two plugs, and also what's coming up for for uh, the podcast in May. Shout outs to O'Brianna, Ernesto underscore Grumpzilla, 
Shoutouts to you. I can't wait to hear your podcast, man. Emma Serrano, shoutouts to you. War Ready Gun Rocker, shoutouts to you. Chris G from Small Town Cali Podcast, straight out of Fowers and What's Up 411, shoutouts to you. Let me know, Pod Angel Man, shoutouts to you, boy. Keep on doing your thing. Miss Martinez Rocks, shoutouts to you. Tanya. Estrada334, shouts to you, man. You kicked ass, girl. That's Friday at Harvell's. Martine Moreno, Huda Moreno, Side Dick Eddie, George Perez, like the whole Yo Yo Monkey, Side Dick Army. Shouts to you, all of you who came last Friday to Harvell's in Long Beach, man. It was a it was a badass show. Um, also. I want to. This is a very, 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 very uh, special shout out. I have to do. Jose and his wife Mean. Um, they have a, a little son, man. His name is uh, Jojo. I love this kid, man. I follow this person every day. I like to look at his stories, his pictures. Man, man, this kid um, brightens up Mega Man's day. I love him. It's a little cutie pie. Um, thanks for the uh, shirt, Jose. I was sporting it. Much love. You know how Mega Man is. I'm going to support you guys and support your little son, Jojo, man, no matter what. And um, if you hear this, um, shout out, Jose and your wife means, man, you have an open invitation. I would love to have you guys um, on the Mega Man's podcast and... Um, I love that little kid, man. Little Jojo, man. He's a little cutie pie, man. He's a little cutie pie. Also, uh, Chinook and Frank from the No Father, No Problem podcast. Check out that episode. I just heard, man. Uh, do not change the name. Keep it. I don't even care what people say. I don't give a fuck. Keep the fucking name. No Father, No Problem Podcast. Everyone, subscribe to their podcast. Very underrated. Angel from Let Me Know Pod. Very underrated. Small Town Cali Podcast. Straight Out of Hours. You know, um, also, um, shout, you know, subscribe to them. Uh, subscribe to the Yo 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 Podcast with Martina Hooter. George Perez Stories with Xavier. Uh, George Perez, Side Dick Eddie. And also, um, one last one last shout out. Bethel Duran. Shout outs to him, man. I, I got to rack up on his beers. Uh, drop them. You know, mic drop. I have to get that, man. I just ran out. I hope there's any. I hope I can get some more. Um, my boy from uh, California Heights, Frank, is trying to get his uh, beers in Long Beach. So I don't have. So Mega Man doesn't have to make the trip to go to Amante to get Bethel Duran's uh, beer. Um, also. I gotta do two plugs. Get ready for craft beer uh, people. Indie Brewery and Beer Thug Life collaboration is right around the corner. Stay tuned for more details on this mind blowing drop. Come join us for an event you don't wanna miss. Oh my gosh, Beer Thug Life and Indie Brewery doing a collab in East Los. Oh, you know Mega Man and my girl, we're gonna be there for sure, for sure. Thursday, April 18th. Fatbird 420 Cannabis Infused Dinner will be held as a very private and exclusive event. Special guests by Beer Thug Life for tickets and info. Head over to Instagram and follow 
fat birds. Tell him Beard Thug Life sent you. Also, um, next month um, in May, make that that's going to be a very, very busy month for Mega Man. Um, I'm going to be over there maybe the first or the second week of May uh, doing um, a little podcast invasion. I'm, I'm going to be in Bakersfield, McFarland, uh, Fowers, Fresno, uh, Madeira, Turlock, Modesto, Patterson, I think, Stockton, Sacktown, Salinas, and maybe San Ho the most. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of podcasts. Anyone from the Central Valley, NorCal, or in the Barrier who want to do a podcast with Mega Man, just DM me. On Instagram at the Mega Man's Podcast. Also, the make also my other uh, Instagram, Mega Man Six Nine Eight Zero. I have a couple of people I'm going to do a podcast with, and also some. Uh, I'm trying to get this one person. I'm going to see if I can try to get him. He's a famous MMA fighter. I listen to the podcast, Sammy and the Punk. Trying to see if I can get Josh Thompson on my podcast, man. I, this guy's super cool and everything, and I, I follow his his podcast is badass. There's the only podcasts I listen to is um, on MMA stuff and boxing is Below the Belt with Brandon Shaw, um, Sammy and the Punk. Sometimes with Joe Rogan when he has the MMA show. Um, other than that, you know, I think that's a um, sometimes with. Uh, Bethel Durant, arrive early, leave late. That depends if he has maybe a boxer or maybe an MMA guest. But I think that's about it. I think there should be... I think my boy... Shouts to uh, Ray from Bleacher's Report. Start your fucking podcast. Dude. You know, we need a boxing podcast. I think you should fucking do it. You should do it once a week. Because I, I know I follow uh, Mr. Boxing Guru. I like that. It's it's He gets straight to the nitty gritty. About 30, 40 minute podcast. Simple. Tells you what's coming up. What's a 411 every other week. So shouts to uh, Mr. Boxing Guru. I'm going to try to get him on maybe in May. Also, all of May of next month is going to be Craft Bear Month. I have a list of people, of guesses who I'm going to have on. I'm going to focus on certain kind of certain craft beer breweries around uh, Long Beach and maybe a couple of them inside of Long Beach. Um, so a lot of the crafter people for who live in the Inland Empire, LA, come check out all the breweries, uh, Mega Man has to show you in Long Beach. Um, I think there is one more thing I'm trying to come up with. I think there is one more I have to, have to say. I, th- oh, I'll come back to it next time. But yeah, um, it's going to be crafter month of May. Also in June, Mega Man... It's going to be focusing on small businesses in Long Beach. Okay, that's where I wanted to say. Um, I got a couple of DMs from people who live in Long Beach. Like, hey, your podcast. You're always doing podcasts around Long Beach. How come you don't focus uh, with businesses or stuff inside in Long Beach? And you know what? That is true because I, I, you know, I don't focus that much. So the only the biz, the small businesses uh, I focus on my podcast was uh, Liberation Brewery. So that's Mega Man's fault. So I'm going to be go- going around and picking, going to these certain places, which 
I like going to or my girl likes going to. So that's going to be in the works uh, for June for uh, uh, no, for the whole month. It's going to be like focusing on small businesses. Other than that, other than that guys, subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Rate and review. Please leave me those f- five stars or whatever. That person who left that fucking one star, I love you. It's okay. I think I know who you are, but it's okay. Because you're hearing all the all the episodes from the beginning, but now I'm not doing that no more. So I'm just going like above and beyond. So I'm not really worried about that anymore. Other than that, guys, uh, I know I'm going to put this out right now. We still have time. It's National Beer Month, National Beer Day, so... Just keep on drinking what you're doing till 12 a.m., all right? Make a man's out. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, we're back on. We we got a little full. We had, uh, I had like a cheeseburger, fries, and a drink. And the hood footy had this big-ass fucking meal, man. How'd you finish that, man? How'd you finish it? That's, I, that's too much for me, man. Oh, no, man. You know, I, 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 I've been eating it for years, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, that's why it's called the Big Fat Menu. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. It has like a two double patties. You had like uh, bacon. What else did it have on it? So it's it's always the my go-to dish on the menu. It's the number eight. It's a double double bacon cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. So this is what everyone, and we're in the city of Reseda at Big Fat Burger. This is the hood. This is the place that you like them coming to. Uh, yeah, so the reason why I actually chose this place to do that, the, to conduct the interview in is because this is one of those uh, you know feel good mom and pop shop restaurants that I've been coming for for years. You know, uh, I've li- I've lived in in the eight one eight for so many years, and I f- I feel like this is like you know I can call this place my own. But I think it's time for me to kind of share with the world, and and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of my projects uh, are being concentrated in, in local businesses here in the 818 because I, I I feel like I have a need to to represent my 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 city and my town. No, that's good. I mean, right now, I mean, it's getting packed now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the the food speaks for itself. I mean. The, I, I just look at the menu. It had granny salad, French fries. It had Philly cheesesteak. I even had grilled cheese sandwich. I love grilled cheese. <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't had one for a long time, but man, everything was really good. You know? Oh no, yeah, and and, and that's why that's another good thing about this place. It's you know the menu is so diverse. I mean, you can have like from a teriyaki bowl to some uh, you know carne asada fries to uh, you know your all American you know uh, burger. You name it, you they make it. And and that's why it's been in uh, business uh, since 1961. Yeah, and people, this is not fat burgers. <laughs> this is fat burger. This is only one, so it's not a franchise. This is one of a kind. That's it. Just one. This is one mom and pop shop spot that you know community based. But yeah, we're we're trying to you know change that up and and. Uh, Make sure that the world knows about it. It's good. Look at it, like chili cheese fries, jalapeno cheeseburger, and everything, man. So um, I seen that you did an article with Voyage of LA. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, you know, I was uh, actually nominated uh, by one of my peers uh, to tell my inspirational story. So that's one of the pieces that LA Voyage does is that they look out for... Uh, inspirational stories and then they publish it so 
um, their, you know, their uh, readers <coughs> have some content to get inspired uh, by. And yeah, I was definitely fortunate to, you know, tell my story. Obviously, you know, you you can learn a little bit more about me in there as far as like, you know, what we talked about here about, you know, not having my, my parents for, you know, at a, at a very young age and, you know, all the trials and tribulations and, and, and to the point where we're at, you know, past, present, present and future. Mm-hmm. Man, dude, that's not bad. Um, what about uh, I Crush Barbecue Show? Tell me about that. Actually, a uh, really cool dude. I, I met him uh, at the Smoke Fest 2 event. I noticed that he was going around uh, interviewing all the barbecue uh, vendors. Mm-hmm. And you know me, you know, I, I, I try to be as personable as possible. I approached him. Uh, he kind of, you know, he noticed me as well. He noticed that I was kind of going around, like greeting everybody, showing everybody love. And we just thought it was a good, you know, a good idea for him to briefly interview me uh, to get to know a little bit about me, uh, but well, with potential of later down the line, uh, we will be having a podcast so his viewers um, can uh, learn more about the hood foodie and you know what it represents. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. I love barbecue. Shouts to Joey's Barbecue and Harbor City in Wilmington. Shouts to Daniel from Heritage Barbecue. I mean, their places. I mean, right now the barbecue scenes is blowing up. But I mean, that's what I. I, I mean, you got the briskets, you got ribs, macaroni, you got potato salad. I mean, the holy nine yards, man. Yeah, yeah, and some of the best. Uh, I gotta say, some of the best barbecue eats that I've had. I mean, it's pop ups. I mean, pop ups are just blowing up everywhere. From like you know Ace Barbecue to Kelly's Barbecue, um, I mean you name it. I mean they're it, very very delicious, man. Everybody's stepping up their game. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Food in the hood with you and again Tanya Estrada. <laughs> yeah, you'll be hearing that name a lot, Tanya Estrada. <laughs> She's, that's my girl right there. Tell me about that. So. Tanya threw out a you know a, a show concept that you know we're actually trying to put together, where we are putting a plan. You know, writing down restaurant participating restaurants, uh, getting you know the, all the equipment as far as like videographers, sound, uh, sponsorship, you name it. And well, the concept of food in the hood is kind of similar to what we're doing right now uh you know promoting small restaurants but with that it's it's gonna be tanya strada and myself uh doing a show uh, with uh bringing in a lot of our friends uh which would be comedians actors you name it to help us support to, to give us that leverage to help support these mom and pop shops i mean yeah i mean i like it you know um just you and Tanya have that that perfect that chemistry, and that's why I follow you both and everything. <laughs> I see. I think you you guys you guys are gonna do good. You know? Did you ever start about like recommend you know think about doing a podcast of you? You know what? It's, it's been thrown out a lot. Um, I think, uh, like I said, I'm human. Uh, I still have fears. I still have to get comfortable with certain things. I'm still working on a lot of things. 
Um, do I think <coughs> that you know that it might that that it'll happen? Yeah, eventually I think once I get you know full like fully blown, put my personality um, out there on the on the social media uh, scene. Uh-huh. I mean, I think anything's you know possible. I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, there, there, a lot of people have reached out to me. You know, um, why don't you start a podcast? Blah 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 blah. I don't feel I'm not confident there yet, but hope hopefully in the near future we can m- maybe put something together and, and yeah. uh, give the people what they want. Yeah, that's that's perfect because uh, starting a podcast. I mean, I like I can feel like with you, we you start your podcast. You could maybe do one episode a week where you talk about all the best foods at this week. This week, check out these places and have some cool segments to talk about. Have a guest on, but bam, right there, dude. No, yeah, yeah, that, that, that sounds like an awesome idea. And like I said, you know, um, it sucks that you know my time is limited. You yeah, know, with, with with what I can work with. Uh, like I said, my goal, like yeah, yeah, is definitely you know putting my 24/7 on you know what I what I'm passionate in doing. So I'm confident that we'll get there. I don't know when we'll get there, but we're gonna get there. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Who's your inspiration? Like who inspires you? Like anyone? You know, I I, I watch a bunch of shows. I mean, from from. Uh, Guy Fieri to Adam Richman to Andrew Zimmern uh, and obviously you know the main one that hits home is Anthony Bourdain uh, you know he was uh, and to tell the truth uh, with his passing it, it, it affected me a lot R.I.P. man uh, I remember the day that I heard that he passed away uh, I woke up to my wife actually telling me that he, he, he had died and I, yeah, I, I, I didn't believe her. I, I just couldn't fucking believe her because, you know, I mean, you're talking about Anthony Bourdain. I mean, not, not only was I affected, but, I mean, there was fucking hundreds of thousands of people that felt the same way that I did about his passing. Uh, I remember getting to work. Uh, people confirmed that he had passed away. You know, I was getting, I, I was getting very emotional. I felt like I was getting depressed. Uh, I reached out to my sister. She was like, "Hey, you know what? Come, you know, come, come meet me in my house. You know, we'll, we'll do something." So I actually, if you look at my, some of my older feeds uh, around that time, I dedicated one of my one of my feeds to him uh, that he had done uh, uh, with promotion with the Land Cruiser, where he was promoting uh, a lot of uh, you know. LA street vendors uh, from like little Tokyo to little Armenia to little Guatemala and I actually showcased uh, uh, Rocio from little Guatemala with her uh, fried chicken and fries uh, dish Ooh. yeah and, and it's you know and and I you know I, I was able to find her I was able to locate uh, locate her. She had come out on on, on one of his uh, you know shows. I asked him. I asked her like, oh yeah, do you remember this guy? She's like, oh my god, yeah, this gentleman was here like seven months ago. They were here for three days, uh, and it's so funny because she didn't even know that she was a celebrity on TV. You know, she's a street vendor, like you know her little carrito. You know, uh, just happy to be you know you know blessed to to do what she's doing. 
And what touched me was how how much joy it brought her when I showed her that she was on TV. Like she went around the whole little like you know vendor group showing like her like friends and family that she was on TV and this and that and and that made me understand and appreciate Anthony Bourdain's work. I mean, I'm not too much of a politician, so I can speak on that, but the way that he would actually, you know, showcase the people. I mean, he, he sat down, you know, eating with, you know, fucking Obama uh, to, you know, in Thailand, fucking street vendors having yeah. some fucking, you know, some street food being, you know, real. And that's what we fucking appreciated about Anthony Bourdain. Uh, you know, he, he was real. I mean, I, I could only speak for myself, but I know a lot of people feel the same way. That's why it was very hard for a lot of us to take in. Yeah, man, it's just changed a lot of people's lives you know when i used to see him on the travel channel now you can see him on netflix all his reruns of all these places he goes around the world even the the and he goes into all the streets of la grand central market and all it was just like in the way he talks he was just like man man yeah the story he's known as as the storyteller storyteller i mean yeah he, he told he told he told you a story and i mean it, you, he made you feel like you were part of that story and in, in right next to him there was an episode when he went to mexico he goes a lot goes to places in mexico but he went to these mom and pop places like dude i want to go <laughs> like you know like in tj you can check out this spot right here have a little cerveza you know like right there it just he makes it man like man dude this, this guy was like he's living off he was just living the dream right there you know just doing his thing no yeah so i think you know unconsciously they became part of my inspiration because you know yeah I've always you know loved to eat but never knew that one of my passions was gonna be involving food involving you know me helping out the community involving me you know giving all this love and support you know making sure that the right people you know, got the right credit, and everybody, you know, got the love and support. I mean, not just, it's not just about the food, it's, it's, it's everything that's put together by the, with the food. Yeah. I mean, from the people to, you know, where the, you know, I mean, everything. I mean, you, you name it, it's, it's all, it, it, it involves, everything involves itself, I mean. That's, that's us. I mean, it's just, it's, it's inspiring, you know, like I said, food brings everyone together and because of Anthony Bourdain he was just he brought the whole the world was just sad you know and uh, you know the thing that you can do is show love and support going to all these food places you know when you think when you go to these food places you think of Anthony Bourdain you think about what was going through his mind when he thought about food and, and the journey and all that it makes me think and wonder like that now never thought that <laughs> now it's good um What's your top five food places in your heart? In my heart, I mean, I. I and before we say anything, food places don't get butt hurt. He just, <laughs> he just, who, the the hood foodies just keeping it real, dude. <laughs> I mean, I've always loved to go like 
to Big Burrito in Canoga Park, uh, Carnitas El Momo in LA, Bideria uh, San Marcos in Van Nuys, Dr. Hugly Wuggly's uh, in Van Nuys as well. Um, Let's see what's what's another spot that oh yeah hearts hearts in uh, in Van Nuys as well hearts hearts yeah it's a little like little diner little hole in the wall place uh, you know Asian owned but I mean damn they make you feel at home hearts hearts it's right here on uh, on Balboa and Sadakoy check that out and you know I'm sorry I'm sorry that I'm naming you know. Most of them are, you know, in San Fernando Valley, but hey, that, you know, that's where your boy grew up and, you know, repping with 818. <laughs> Maybe you should have an 818, a 310, a 562 <laughs> and all that, you know, like, hey, what about me, you know? <laughs> but these are the places that that's the best food in his heart and everything. And that's good, you know, and everything. What drives you to still do this still? You know what? Even though... I've realized that in this game, there's so much com- competitiveness, and and you know, in the beginning, I, I try to unite so many people, uh, but it's difficult. I mean, you know, it's difficult uh, trying to trying to save the world when it doesn't the world doesn't want saved. So I I just I just need I need it just to concentrate on what I have a handle on, and that's to to promote the the mom and pop shops. Mm-hmm. But honestly, what drives me is the familia. And what I mean by the familia is you guys, the followers, because without you guys, there is no me. I can put out a product out, but without your support, there is no hood foodie. There is no supporting mom and pop shops. There is no what we're doing now, uh, you know, changing the foodie world one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's that's something where like this is drive, you know, like you just have a passion of doing this, and you know you're getting all this love little by little and just spreading out all over LA, over the state, over the United States, over the world, you know. And that's one of the reasons why I want you on my podcast because I want not just Cali, not just the United States. I want the people who listen to me all over the world to know who the hood footy is oh no yeah we're taking this road wide <laughs> and lastly i don't want to get beat up or killed by my girl i'm trying to take my girl on a date so is there any recommendations for a, for a dinner date or anything yeah actually uh, here in uh, in the <clears throat> in my hood uh, you can go to salsas and beer just make sure you get a reservations man because it's a little hole in the wall and uh, you will have to wait if you don't. Reservations and a yes. hole in the wall? Yes. How long's the wait? <laughs> uh, sometimes it could get from like maybe 45 to an hour and a half. Really? But, I mean, if you real, if, you know, it's one of those uh, mom and pop shop restaurants that, you know, takes you back to being at home eating eating mom's, uh, you know, dishes. I mean, it's just, it's it, it, it gets... It's authentic, you know, Mexican food, and, and uh, yeah, like, like I said, the product sells itself, so, you know, it wouldn't have a 45 to an hour and a half wait if it wasn't, you know, as good as, I, you know, as good as they say it is. Oh, yeah. Well, shouts to my girl, Cynthia, you know, she's at <laughs> home, so, you know, Megan Man's going to take you on a date, so, so I can be out of the doghouse. <laughs> um, is there anything that 
you want to plug or promote or anything? Oh yeah, for sure, man. I gotta give uh, a lot of love to uh, my familia over at uh, Papa Pancho's. Make sure you guys check out the, the Hood Foodie Burrito out there. You know, steak, fish, shrimp. Uh, also, I uh, gotta give love to uh, Corner Burger. Uh, make sure you try out the Hood Foodie Burrito out there. It's a breakfast burrito with potato, eggs, and a whole lot of hot link, uh, spicy hot link at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, definitely check them out. You know, um, yeah, I got nothing for uh, but love for them. You know, they they showed me so much love by creating a dish with my name behind it. So mm-hmm. there's no way I cannot, you know, give them, you know, the same. Uh, love that they've given me for, for the, the uh, you know for this past time. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people follow you? So that? yeah, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, YouTube. TikTok? What's TikTok? Uh, I heard of that one. Well, TikTok is is more of a like a vlog vlog uh, app where you know you actually can create you know pretty cool little vlogs with music and and uh and and filters and things like that uh Do which you, are you on like on periscope no i'm not 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 periscope oh, okay uh like i said I, I, uh, I don't know if i mentioned snapchat uh i have a dot com which uh that kind of takes like it starts off uh with um you know an introduction into the hood foodie world uh-huh. uh it's actually linked to my instagram so you'll see a lot of like you know the newer stories there uh, even if you kind of want to scroll down you'll see that as well mm-hmm. um any, but, uh, mer- any merch coming up uh so we have uh <coughs> we have uh the name is trademarked so now it's just a matter of kind of putting it all together uh, that is one of my goals as well, kind of put out merchandise uh, further down the line, you know, kind of give back to the community as well, where, you know, you buy merch and, you know, proceeds go, you know, back to some organization that hits home, like, you know, autism, uh, mental health, diabetes, whatever, you, you, you know, whatever it is that, you know, you name it, we're going to support it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you, you know, always, uh, yeah, always uh, thank you for the love and the support. Thank you. And lastly... Um, for all the people that are going through um, hardships, depression, you know, just feeling under the weather, feeling that they're not getting love, what do you want to say to those people who are going through those stuff? Anything? Familia, you're not alone. We all go through the same shit. There's people out there that, you know, have your back. Shit, I have your back. If you guys ever feel like you know, you need to reach out to me, reach out to, uh, you know, reach out to someone, reach out to me. I'm here. I'm human. You know, I've, I've gone through the ups and downs. I've gone through, you know, me not giving myself credit in life. Uh, but I'll tell you, man, just keep pushing. I was one of those people that never believed that my life would get better. But I'll tell you one thing, man. I, I, I did see the light on the other side of the tunnel. And it is that fucking bright. I mean, just keep pushing, keep dreaming, keep positive, and uh, yeah, just you know, make sure. <clears throat> just yeah, we're here. We're here. If not, make sure you guys reach out to you know. There's you know the suicide hotline. Any any channels that you feel that you need to reach out to, reach out to, and 
yeah, let's, you know, just keep positive and, and, and things will prevail. You just, yeah, I, it, it's, it, I'm kind of stumbling here, but no, no. it's just such a, such a delicate subject because, you know, it takes me back and, and, and I just want to, I want to use this platform to let, you know, to, to, you know, to put it out there. You know, I'm, 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 I want to be transparent. I want to let you know that, you know, I want, I'm real and, uh, uh, life, life is beautiful and keep that mentality. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's okay. Yeah, the cough. That's yeah. Um, like I said, people, if you listen to this episode, this is a very inspiration episode. You know, it's something where the hood footy and I we can relate and um, just follow your dreams. You know, it's not the end of the world. You know, and um, you know, if people don't believe in you, who cares? You know, just do it because that makes you do it because you want to do it because it, it's a passion you know that you want it comes from your heart and just follow your dreams you know like the hood footies following his dreams the mega man's following his dreams you know you might have some ups and downs but you know just you can have bumpy roads but you know what like, it's, it's gonna get good in the end um the hood footie um thank you for doing the podcast with me i really appreciate it oh, so thank much you, man thank you so it's, it's always a pleasure bro everything um you can follow me at megaman6980 that's my personal uh instagram page also um you can follow the Mega Man's podcast page on instagram facebook that's my little personal one um subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast rate and review i need those stars guys write a cool comment even um after you hear this episode you know dm me you know show me some love what you what what guesses you want me to have on what inspires you and stuff like that um you can find my podcast on anchors uh, itunes spotify stitchers um cast box you know everything else you know just let me know and um lastly um, I want to thank the Hood Footy again one more time. Tanya Estrada, shout outs. And Martin, Slaughter, Hooter, everyone, inspirations. Um, thank you so much, Hood Footy. And the food was good. I'm already full, but <laughs> I got to refill my sodas, and uh, Mega Man's going to have a very long day. So um, thank you so much. All right, familia. So just make sure come out, support, and tell that the Hood Footy sent you. Hell yeah. Mega Man and the Hood Footy's out. Late. <laughs>